Hello and welcome to Drawing About the G-Men Giants Football Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Big Jace, joined as always by my man Joe Aguirre, Kings, and we got a special guest, Steve Risser from Sports Talk with RNJ. Now, we got a lot to dive into. Big game, sad news with Daniel Jones getting injured. We also got a big game this week, this weekend coming up for the Giants, as we will also talk about picks and fantasy as well. But let's talk about last week. Everything was going smoothly. The Giants looked great. Uh, I mean, the key a fumble by Evan Ingram, but they kind of expect that because the way Evan Ingram's been playing. But then we lose Daniel Jones, hamstring injury, not going to be playing this week, got injured in the third quarter last week. And now it's Colt McCoy time in New York. Joe, how did you feel about Daniel Jones going down and how come, how confident are you in Colt McCoy? All right, so this was a, a tough break. I'll tell you what, you know, I, I know people aren't in love with a 1917 win. The Giants uh, easily should have scored, uh, and the game would have been 23-10. I just rewatched the game uh, about an hour ago, um, and I feel really good about the way things played out. Uh, again, the Giants were clearly the better team on the field, and, it, you know, losing Jones is bad. He was playing so well and just put the ball where he wanted to. He looked great. Goleman, another huge day. Offense is clicking. The defense is playing really well. Again, don't forget it was a kickoff return was, was seven of those uh, yeah. 17 points for the Bengals. So, you know, that's on a, a special teams that under Joe judge really has to start playing better football. They had a big punt return in that game too, that you can't have that kind of garbage in there. So start playing a little bit, a little bit better on special teams, but Colt McCoy came in, made some good throws got the job done and the, the giants win the game. And really at the end of the day, that's all that matters. As far as going into Seattle, I, I actually don't feel too terrible about Colt McCoy. Uh, just in watching Colt play, I feel like with a week of practice under his belt, I think he will be in good shape to start this football game. And Again, it's all gonna look. It's all gonna run through Wayne Gallman, who was so bad that I had all but given up on the guy. He's been playing really great football, and I think if you're the Giants, the the key to this game is simply gonna be you got to keep that offense on the field. You got to run the football. Colt McCoy's got to convert on third down. I think the Giants could still win this football game. It certainly got a lot harder. Without Daniel Jones, Isaiah, I, I, I still, I don't know. I, I think people overhype Seattle a little bit, and that's part of it. But I think this Giants defense is good enough that they can keep it close enough to pull it out. Yeah, I kind of agree with Joe on this. I believe it's going to be more about how the um, offensive line and the run game handles this game. Basically, that'll dictate how the Giants basically win or lose this game. Because I think the defense, for the most part, has been they've been pretty solid all year long. And I'm not really confident in Seattle's offensive line to be able to stop the Giants' defensive rush. What I've been seeing lately, uh, Leonard Williams has been playing outstanding. He, uh, he's, you know, he's earned his money. He's definitely, you know, he took the risk of playing on a franchise tag and it's paid off. I wasn't a fan of the trade in the beginning because I didn't see much when he was on the Jets. I couldn't see what Gettleman was seeing. But obviously, whatever Gettleman was seeing is starting to pay off, and he actually is starting to put together a pretty good, solid roster for this team. 
Uh, I, I, um, like Joe says, this game is basically depicted on the run game. I don't know. I, I would say the Giants probably should win this game, but things, you know, craziest things have happened this year. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know how Steve sees it, but I see this as a, definitely a Giants win. It needs, should be an easy win. In my uh, a lot of you guys talk about the run game for the Giants, and it has been good the last three weeks. But the one thing Seattle does really well, their defense is below average. But the one thing they do really well is they stop the run. Since Jamal Adams has, came, has played in the seven games he's played, uh, one team has ran for over 100 yards against the Giants. So the problem in this game is this is definitely the Giants' yeah. tough, toughest matchup. Uh, 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 of the next five games because the, the run defense for the Seahawks is tough. So it's going to be tough for the Giants to move the ball in this game, which unfortunately is going to, uh, with Colt McCoy, with them playing from behind, Colt McCoy is probably going to turn the ball over a couple of times, and that's going to set up short fields for Russell Wilson, and you don't want to do that. I think the defense could keep them in this game, but I think that Seattle is going to win this by a couple scores just because of the fact the Giants can't run the ball that well. Seattle's going to put up points, and they don't have Daniel Jones. I don't want to be pessimistic, but and I know the Giants are in first place, this is just a brutal matchup for the Giants. Oh, Jace hates this. Well, n- no, I mean, I-, I get what you're saying, Steve, but also, like, the Giants match up pretty well against the Seahawks. I mean, yes, the run defense has been really good, but defensive-wise for the Giants, that D-line has been very, very good, and that has been the big – that's been the main focus of this great defense, the D-line getting the push up front. And Seattle's O-line is atrocious. So I, I think it's going to come down between Leonard Williams, like Zay said, Dalvin Tomlinson. They're going to be able to get the push and, and disrupt uh, Russell Wilson. I know he can do, make some stuff happen with their feet, with his feet, but I, I think him getting out of the pocket, trying to do stuff, and then you also have two great guys, Logan Ryan and Bradbury and Jabril Peppers in the secondary. I just love the way the defense matches up with – I know Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I know they're explosive and everything. But this Giants defense matches up very, very well with this Seahawks offense. I mean, Look, I, uh, let me just say this. It, this is a. I think this is going to be a tough game for the Giants. I mean, I really yeah. do. And, and, and going to Seattle, that's not a great place that you want to play. And the reason why I feel good about the Giants, Steve, is because I also think that Seattle's very overhyped. Damn, Seattle's definitely <laughs> not been as good as advertised. I know the defense has certainly gotten better. They can certainly handle the run. They're they're definitely um a little more susceptible in the secondary. I think the Giants are going to be in a situation where they're gonna obviously have to use uh, some play action. They're gonna they're gonna have to get a little creative with Colt McCoy back there. Because look, if Colt I, I said this earlier on the keys uh, the key show. If Colt McCoy throws for like over 200 yards, it was a bad day for the Giants. The Giants got lit up. If Colt McCoy throws for 275 yards, the Giants lost by 30. Because the idea is certainly not going to be to put the ball in his hands. This offensive line is really good, Steve. It's not. It's been four weeks where they've put up huge yardage now. 150. Um, yeah, so, you know, 
again, is this a it, it's a winnable game? Is this a really tough matchup? Certainly. If the game was in New York or New Jersey, rather, are, are we, you know, w- would it be a better situation for the Giants? Uh, yeah, I still is it going to be a tough game when we do our picks. I don't think I'll surprise anybody when I tell you I am picking the Hawks, uh, but I I feel like the Giants really do have a chance to win this football game. I don't see it without a crowd. I, I don't see it being as like insurmountable as they're making it seem. I think what helps Seattle a lot is their crowd, but I think what also helped them is the fact that they had an established quarterback at the beginning of the year. So it kind of made their record look a little better than maybe the team is. I think having Russell Wilson helped that team. They won. He pulled a lot of games out of the loss column for them. And I think that team, really is overhyped like you said before i think they're going all they go as far as russell wilson takes them it's not the defense there it's as far as russell wilson takes them yeah i mean yeah the, at the beginning of the year the defense struggled but i mean since adams has came back since they've added carlos dunlap which is big he might not he might not play those so that might be big since they've added dunlap i mean the defense has played a little bit better the, the, the thing about Seattle this year is they've kind of had the phrase let Russ cook and they have and in a way that hasn't helped them because it doesn't help their obviously it doesn't help their defense because they don't run the ball as much or don't run the ball as effectively as they were. So I do agree with you there where the game is winnable. And if Daniel Jones was playing, I would be I would still take the Seahawks, but it'd be a closer game. But just Colt McCoy in this situation against a good run defense, it's just very, very hard for me to see the Giants win in this game. It's just it's just it's just it's just it's just hard for me seeing them, to see it, to see it, seeing them win it. It's just, you know, I want them to win, but it's just, this is just a, it's just a brutal matchup. Okay. Uh, now joining us is Sean. He doesn't have his camera working, but Sean, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are we doing? All right. What do you think of this uh, matchup between the Giants and the Seahawks this weekend? Uh, I think I, I kind of agree with uh, what Steve's saying. I, I think it's a tough matchup, even though um, they haven't been the best. Uh, team this year they've been super inconsistent uh like you guys mentioned the defense hasn't been great but you know with the backup quarterback obviously daniel jones goes down at the worst time possible for the giants um when he's playing the best ball um that he has all year and obviously they're in the division race um but i think it's gonna be a good matchup uh i think the receivers and tight ends are gonna have to win their matchups like uh slate and shepherd and ingram uh they're going against uh not the best secondary so they're gonna have to win their matchups just to make it easier for colt mccoy um, and then obviously on the Seahawks offensive side of the ball, DK and Tyler Lockett, they're probably the best receiver duo in the league. So it's going to be a huge game for Darnay Holmes and Isaac Yadam, whoever the number two cornerback is uh, when Bradbury is not covering one of them. They're going to have to step up and play huge games or uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> there he is. Or Russell Wilson is just going to have a, a huge game on us uh, down the field. Obviously we know that they like to throw the deep passes. So uh, they're going to have to uh, be looking out for that. And then uh, Seattle's defense, they like we said, they might be bad, but they have two uh, very good veteran linebackers in K.J. Wright and Bobby Wagner, who you always have to be cautious about because um, they, they know what they're doing. They're great against the run. They're both pretty good in coverage, too. So uh, we can't take those two lightly. So I think it will be a good matchup. I don't know if Cole McCoy will be able to get it done, but I think the, the run game should help, help him out a little bit. So I see the Seahawks pr- um, probably win this one by about uh, 10 or 13 points. All right. Um let's put it let's set it in stone but actually before we do that let's move on to picks joe you want to throw the records up this is not counting (laughs) the games the the game that's happening right now so isaiah was the only person 
to pick the Ravens. So if the Ravens win, he takes the week ahead of Sean. But Come on, uh, Ravens. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, well, uh, I'm impressed. I gotta say, I'm impressed. This is the second week in a row we all have winning records. We're doing well. Uh, I'm proud of you guys. Make them picks. I've really turned it around lately, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Ninety four. Yeah. Ninety four. Eighty. Wait, 80, Steve. What? Yeah. Steve, tell everybody what your record is on the season. I think it's one twelve sixty three and one. Wow. One twelve. Jeez. Okay. I'm only three games behind you. I'm coming. And what's for you, Justin Steve. at? I think. I think one oh nine sixty six and one. Okay. Ooh, oh, all right. All right. So I'm going to beat Justin this week. That's my goal. And it's going to start off with me picking the New York football giants to get the win in Seattle. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get a little bit more hyped up about it later to come. So stay tuned. But yes, I'm going with the Giants. He's threatening that for some reason. Uh, Yikes. Whatever it is, is all I say. Yikes. (laughs) And I take it everyone here is going with the Seahawks. Actually, no. You are? Yes. I need a little segment in my life. I I love it, Zay. I'm taking the Giants. (laughs) I love it, Zay. You You know what what it is? The Seahawks don't have Graham Gano. I just think the Graham Gano is going to be a huge factor in this game. The fact that they don't Giants don't have the quarterback and it's not going to be the high-powered offense we're expecting. Well, I'm expecting. I expect. I think the Giants could be a high-powered offense if they stop holding themselves back. But yeah, I want there. the Giants to win so bad, so bad. But I just, I mean, yeah. if I'm being honest and I'm trying to compete for for percentages here. I got to be a smart man. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> hey, I imagine what my record would be if I didn't pick the Giants every week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve, I'd, I'd be blowing you out of the water. But my loyalty is where my loyalty is. And you want to talk about loyalty? I definitely am not loyal to the Cowboys will be going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. We don't know if Lamar Jackson will be playing. Um, isn't going to be like this isn't that big of a game. It got moved from tomorrow to Sunday to Monday, actually, because of the Ravens having to play tonight. But I, I'm going to take the Ravens to get it done at home. You, you see it going the same way, Sean? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Um, whether or not they have Lamar, I, I think, you know, they'll get the running backs back, uh, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. So I think they'll have a good running attack, and um, I think they'll shut down that Cowboys defense too. Um, it, because the t- Cowboys offense – or Cowboys offense, I mean. Cowboys offense strength is their receivers, and uh, the Ravens' strength is their cornerback. So I, I think they win that matchup there. Lamar Jackson, LaToya Jackson. I don't think it matters who starts a quarterback for the Ravens against the Dallas Cowboys. I, I can't imagine that that defense uh, won't won't stifle the Cowboys up. Uh, once you shut down Amari Cooper, that's pretty much all they've got in the way of offense right now in Dallas. So, yeah, that, that, that seems like a, a an easy win for the Ravens. Am I up or, or is there? No, you go. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, uh, Ravens big. Ravens big. They're going to be able to run the ball. I, I got a good feeling Lamar Jackson is back. 
And Andy Dalton's just going to have problems all day, all night with that uh, Ravens defense. Uh, I don't know how many of you play football, but uh, Wednesday to Monday is not enough time. I'm taking the Cowboys. That's just not enough time to recover. Ooh. Even if you have a Lamar Jackson, who it was fresh, the rest of that team is not going to be ready to play by Monday. They're just not going to be the same team. Give me the Cowboys in this one. Oh, Hector, Hector uh, corrected me in the comments. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Does that change your opinion at no, all? No, that's just not enough time. It's just not enough time. You took the game they're playing now was intense. You're going to tell me Tuesday? Nah, it's not enough time. You talk okay. about two, two days of practice right. and then walk through on Monday. It's not enough time. <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh, wait. RG3 is sidelined. That definitely doesn't impact anything. <laughs> hey, it's Trace McSorley time in yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> but uh, all right, now let's move on to the NFC South. Saints go to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Taysom Hill all day. He gets the double dip on the on the Falcons, and uh, he, he's going to enjoy it. You know, a lot of the smart people around town are saying the Falcons have been playing much improved football. This game is in Atlanta. I, I don't think the Falcons are as good a team without Drew Brees. And I'm going to say the Falcons are going to pull out another shocker this week and really shake up the NFC. Mm. Wow. All right, um, yeah, so they played a couple weeks ago, and I picked the Falcons. Uh, I made the poor decision to do that. But uh, the way the Saints have been playing the last couple weeks, I can't pick against them. Uh, their defense has really stepped up. And uh, Taysom Hill, while they're not passing the ball as much, uh, their, their run attack has been uh, really a threat. So even if Drew Brees is still out, I'm going to go with the Saints here. I'm going with the upset. I'm with Joe. I'm going with the Falcons. And here's the reason why. I think that the Falcons, they do a good job stopping the run. Alvin Kabara is questionable. I think Matt Ryan has a good game against the Saints against the Saints defense. I think they protect him better than they did two weeks. The Falcons protect Ryan better than they did two weeks ago. And I don't think Taysom Hill can manage the Saints to a third consecutive win. So I'm going with the Falcons 27-21 in the upset. Split here. I'm going with the Falcons, guys. I have to take the Falcons on this one. I made a mistake in not taking them last week. I ain't going to do it again. <laughs> Give me the Falcons. Dang, I was not expecting that. A three to two. Wow. For the um, listen, Alvin Kamara touched the ball just 12 times in this game and had 52 yards of offense. I said it last week and I'll say it again. Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara's games don't match up. They just don't match up. You're not getting the best out of Kamara when you've got. Uh, it, it, I'm telling you, it's just not going to work out. I, it, it, I said before, I don't think it's a sustainable formula. And if you're not going to put the ball in his hands, you're going to have a really hard time keeping Matt Ryan off the football field. And when Matt Ryan's on the football field, good things happen. So I don't know. Okay. I think you are selling the Saints defense a little short there, but we, we will see. We will see. Come Sunday. Defense is great, bro, but you got to score points. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But going from south to north, we got uh, ain't nobody care about that game. Lions at Bears. Um, I, I, I think the Lions are uh, in a weird spot. I mean, just lost their coach. Uh, it's a mess in, in Detroit, in the Motor City. And I expect, and I'm just going with the Bears. I mean, it's just as big of a mess in Chi-Town. But Bears at home, they have a little bit more stability. I'm going to go 
the Trubinsky-led Bears to get it done against the Lions? I'm just going to go Bears because they're home. I mean, it's two dumpster fires. <laughs> I, I, if it was in Detroit, I would pick the Lions. I'll just say Bears because it's in Chicago. Yeah, I'd rather uh, pick neither of these teams because I think it's going to be a bad game. Of course, uh, two struggling teams. The Bears have lost five in a row, though, so I'm going to go with the Lions. I, I think that continues. I just The Bears offense, they got David Montgomery back, but other than that, they have nothing to look forward to on the offense. Uh, they've been terrible all year. And uh, the Lions with Matthew Stafford can at least put up some points, so I think they'll, they'll close it out uh, with maybe like a three-point win late in the game. The Bears need to do what the Lions did last week, get rid of their head coach and get rid of their GM, but – uh, I still think they win this game because Mitch Trubisky owns the Lions. He's won four straight against the Lions. The Lions have been playing awful. The Lions are going to be without Kenny Galladay. So I have the Bears winning t- close 20 to 17. Hold on. I'm looking for a coin to flip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, give me the Lions. I think they, uh, uh, there's no quarterback for the Bears. I, I, like you said, I think Stafford's still solid. At least Swift is there this week. So uh, give me the Lions this week. All right, all right. And then going on to a big game this weekend, Browns at Titans, both vying for that wild card spot in the AFC. I, I, I've i been I, – I, I kind of stepped away from them the past couple of weeks. I was riding them a lot at the beginning of the season, and I stepped away from the Titans. The, I'm going back to them. I, I got to trust them. I, I trust Derrick Henry. I trust A.J. Brown. Titans will get it done at home against the Browns. Let me tell you something about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield uh, should join the CIA because his ability to overthrow uh, is very impressive. He, This guy had wide open receivers in the end zone that he was missing. Every now and again, he makes a good throw. He could certainly move with his feet, but as long as Baker Mayfield's an idiot, and that's going to be forever. He's just, I, I just think on the football field, just decision-making in life in general will will always be problematic for him. Uh, he's lucky they beat the Jaguars. The Jags left seven points on that field, a missed uh, Aldrich Rojas field goal, two two-point conversions that they didn't convert that I think if Mike Lennon uh, had been playing for a few weeks. I think he easily converts both. Both touchdowns were impressive just to get down there in the first place. The Browns are not a good team. I predicted the Jags were going to upset them. And by all accounts, the Jaguars should have won that game. Mike Glennon looked, to me, better than Baker Mayfield. And dare I say, better than Justin Herbert. And if you don't believe me, go watch the tape. Huh? My man was huh? was dropping dimes all over the field. Mike Lennon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Titans on this one. Um, I wouldn't go as far as uh, saying that they're a bad team, uh, the Browns, because they're 8-3. But I, I would say that they're fraudulent. If you look at their schedule, their only real big win is against the Colts. And uh, the Titans' defense, they're they're starting to really roll. Uh, they're starting to really get it together and, and play like they did uh, late last season. And uh, Derrick Henry in December, man, it, it, that's a scary sight to see. So uh, I, I'm definitely going with Titans in this one. I think it'll be a statement win, too. I could see them winning by 10 or 14 points here. I think both teams have a ton of success running the ball. Uh, obviously, the Titans with Henry, the Browns with Chubb and Hunt. I think it's a close game, but at the end of the day, you got to take the better quarterback. You got to take you got to take uh, Ryan Tannehill over Baker Mayfield, and, and I got the win in thirty-one twenty-four. 
<laughs> you don't know what tape is? Come on. What is this? Where do I find the tapes? Uh, no, nah, yeah. Um, even with Miles um, Garrett coming back this week, I still don't think it's going to be enough with Baker Mayfield as quarterback for the Browns. It's just, I think it's a Cleveland curse. I just think when you play there, you're just not good. I don't think it's Baker Mayfield. But I'm going to take the Titans in this one. In, All right. I, Okay. Now, an interesting game. Uh, this were a couple weeks ago. I would have been looking forward to the rookie matchup of this. But now, with what happened to Joe Burrow, the Bengals go to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, we didn't get to see Tua got benched because he wasn't playing well against Broncos. Didn't get to see him last week because of his thumb injury. I hope he's back this week, but it doesn't matter. The Dolphins are going to beat the Bengals. I'm going to a time in Miami, baby. Let's go. I think as it was, it was very fortunate Joe Burrow missed out on this matchup because Joe Burrow, I'm sorry, to me right now, isn't even in the same league as Tua. It's not even close. Now, I realize Tua won't be in this game either. Um, but uh, the Dolphins' defense would have been way too much for Joe Burrow. And when Joe was playing, and he had a pretty good rookie season, uh, I'll admit that, against every good defense, he looked like he didn't belong in the NFL. So probably best that he's not around for this. Uh, Tua certainly could have used the day against the Bengals, so it's unfortunate for him. But I think the Beng- uh, the Dolphins, uh, rather, uh, will handle the Bengals with, with ease. I agree. Uh, I think this is a pretty easy one. I, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Uh, whether it's Tua or Fitzpatrick, uh, Fitzmagic came in last week and looked good. So, wherever's that quarterback, uh, is, they're going to be fine and they have a good defense. They're going to stop the Bengals easily. Dolphins 27 10. I don't care who's that quarterback. The Bengals' offense is terrible. What do you think about what I said about your boy Joe Burrow, though? I disagree a little bit. I think that, yes, at times he's played like a rookie, but he's definitely shown flashes of playing really, really well this season. And once they, you know, get an offensive line, if they could draft Penny Sewell, get an offensive line around him, I think that team could start winning games. And a better head coach. That team is, I think their record is 114-1 in one-score games with Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor should be fired at the end of the season. So real quick, if they got an offensive line, a couple of big-time receivers, a better running back, and a better coach, Joe Burrow would be a better player. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I rest my case. Uh, And they have good receivers. They're five years. It'll be better. Um, Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joe, what is it? Why don't you like the rookie quarterbacks? Uh, I'm telling you right now, listen, I've been watching a lot of these guys' games. I'm watching all the throws that they're making, and I'm telling you, I, I watching the ball out of these guys' hands, I'm not blown away. Bill Belichick, I believe, said something about Justin Herbert being uh, the best of the young guys. I, I don't want to disagree with Bill Belichick, how dare I, but I, I, I've been watching this guy. He doesn't make good throws. He doesn't – he's a finesse guy. He really doesn't – he doesn't like sling like a lot of these guys do. I'm telling you, there's there's just something about him. It doesn't do it for me. Same with Burrow. I watched him against the Steelers. He looked like, I mean, he looked like Colt McCoy coming in. I mean, it was unbelievably pathetic. Then I watch a guy like Mike Lennon over the weekend. I'll tell you what. You want to talk about a guy putting passes where they need to be leading receivers? I saw Mac Jones do it at Alabama on Saturday as well. I don't see it with Burrow. I don't see it with Herbert. I see it with Kyler Murray. I see it with Josh Allen. 
who also has been playing like garbage of late, playing like a rookie again, which is which is a real shame at this point. But still, no, nothing personal on these guys. And maybe they'll turn out to be good, and I'll be wrong here. But from what I've seen so far, I'm I'm just I'm I'm not as fascinated as everyone else seems to be. Did you just bring up Mac Jones? He's not even the best quarterback in college. That's a, that's a whole nother. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll pretend you're just Joe. You're Joe. Best quarterback in college plays in Notre Dame. That was that was good. Oh, Ian Book. Oh, okay. Joe Montana. Right. Okay. All right, Ian, Mr. Ian Book. The last good quarterback you had. Stop. Mr. Ian Book. Stop. When we win it, uh, you know what? That's another show. Another day. Yeah. Another, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Clock. Let's duke it out. Now let's talk about your boy, then, Joe. Mike Lennon and huh. the Jaguars go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Do you think he can get it done? Because spoiler I, alert, I do not. I don't. I don't either. Uh, his defense is pretty bad. I think the Vikings uh, are going to be too much. I think between uh, the running game and the passing, I think I think it's a, a better team. They have a better offense than what Cleveland has. Mike Lennon, I'm telling you, you guys can laugh all you want. Go back and watch the game. Go watch the 12 minute highlight version off of YouTube. I swear to God, it will blow your mind to see the way Mike Lennon completed passes. Okay, so you're 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 wrong. They're gonna they're gonna duke it out. This is gonna be a high scoring game. If anybody, and I'm sure everybody's got somebody from the Jags on their fantasy team. How do you think these guys are putting up so many points every week? The offense is pretty good in Jacksonville. Their defense, their coaching, their ownership is a disaster. They're they're literally a bad offense away from being the Jets. That's the only difference. <laughs> is the Jaguars have talent on offense, and and right now they might actually have their best quarterback on the football field in Mike Lennon. They're not going to win, but it's going to be another really close Jags loss. Something like 31-28. So, something in, in that in that stratosphere. Watch. Um, yeah. I don't know why you're so infatuated with uh, Mike Lennon. Show, but, uh, I'm, I'm not I'm infatuated. Gonna... I watched the guy. Did you watch the game? I, I watched the highlights. Yeah, I know what you're – he had a couple good throws. but I, A couple. Was... He, had, he had more good throws than Baker did in that game. And he didn't. I, and he didn't miss people by a mile like Baker did. Uh, that's. I mean, that's fine. You bring up the the QB win loss records all the time. So uh, I think Baker got the dub, and Mike Lennon didn't. And, Absolutely. Uh, then, yeah. So he wins the day. But if I'm Mike Lennon, I watch that game film. I'm like, come on, kid. Oh yeah. How am I not starting? That's yeah. That's another contract right there. I, I agree with you. But uh, I I don't think that's going to continue this week. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Uh, they're going to get Adam Thielen back most likely, and uh, I think they're going to have a, a field day against this Jags offense. And uh, even though Mike Lennon did play well, I agree. Uh, I don't think it will continue this week. I think this is going to be. I think the Vikings are going to win, but I think this is going to be a really close competitive game because I think the Jaguars are going to move the ball on this Vikings defense. You saw Dallas move the ball on this on the Vikings defense and won the and they and they upset them. I think that uh, James Robinson has a good day on the ground. I think Mike Lennon has a good game too. But I do think this is a game where Kirk Cousins beats a lousy defense and the Vikings win 31-27. Well, first off, I'd like to apologize to people at Jacksonville for Joe comparing the Jaguars to the Jets. I don't know why anyone should be, ever be compared to the Jets. But, have you met their owner? Uh, what's it, Sean Conn or whatever, whatever his name is? Yeah, no, I've never met him, but I, I don't think he could be as bad as the Jets owner. I mean, every everybody who's played in Jacksonville in the last five years has officially requested to be traded. Something is wrong in Jacksonville. Nobody yeah, wants yeah. to be and, there. And what? Wants to play, and someone wants to play for the Jets? Do people really want to play for the Jets? Do you hear people screaming to be traded? Do you hear? I mean, uh, Jamal Adams was like, "Please sign me to a long-term deal. I want to be in New York." 
It's still New York. Jamal Adams Jacksonville's a swamp. He knew he wasn't yeah, getting the money. Jamal Adams was playing head games. He knew he wasn't getting the money. That was just his way of getting out without making it look like he wanted out. But give me the Vikings. Gets it anyway, though, doesn't he? Gets it anyway. He, he, he does out. it in a better place. For football, does it in a better place. So he won. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Because that defense Shot. hasn't improved with him, so. The only football Shad Khan knows is English Premier League football. Correct. <laughs> but uh, we, we were just talking about him. The New York Jets host the Raiders coming off a tough, tough game. And this is just what they needed. They're going to bounce back, get the dub, and keep that zero in the win column for the Jets. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that the Jets uh, have to play every week. Um, <laughs> they should have the decency to offer Joe Flacco over to Denver so that, it, you know, these Denver uh, fields a competitive team and has a competitive organization. The, the Jets are an embarrassment. I, I, I say it's so hard to go 0-16. The Jets are so unbelievably pathetic, though, that – I think they've got the right recipes uh, with with a lousy offense, no identity on defense, bad special teams, horrible coaching, an incompetent owner, an entire front office of, of imbeciles. So, I mean, how, how could you expect? The only thing I said earlier this week, the only thing that you could say about the Jets, and that's a nice thing, is that Frank Gore plays for them. And at least brings like a... a, a a shred of dignity and class to that organization because it's worthless. Otherwise the Raiders are, are, they, they, they can't be losing games late in the season. They got to get their act together and they better light the jets up or they might as well pack it in and go home. Yeah. I think uh, Joe summed it up correctly. The the jets are the joke of the league right now. And they have been for quite a while, but uh, yeah, Raiders going to bounce back here. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think that Derek Carr obviously had a rough week last week, but they're going to bounce back against the jets. Raiders really struggled in the East Coast. They head back to the East Coast this week. Their goal is just just get through this game with a win. I feel like they a little bit without Josh Jack uh, without with Josh Jack, Josh Jacobs, but I think that they should they should win this they should win this game. Even if it's a one score game, they just get the win like they need to what they need to they do what they need to do. Yeah, Steve. If Sam Darnold were starting, would you still have the same? No, Darnold. Darnold. Darnold's starting. He's playing. He's starting. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's starting. Of yeah, that's I, why we're picking. That's why we're all picking against the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention to the Jets. So. Some of the same story over here. Only way the Jets don't get a loss is if the whole team comes up on the COVID list. But uh, yeah, give me the Raiders on this one. I don't see the whole team coming up with COVID. So give me the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love jared from yeah, for anybody who just, for anybody who just walked in yeah uh sean is a big supporter of black lives matter and so he's uh blacking out a square in support yes, I am. we love you Sean. Solid. we love you yeah. sean but also his right. camera doesn't work tonight so <laughs> it, it it's it's too, yeah, too, that's, too pronged that's yeah. that's another reason yeah it's a it's just it's happened a dual, to work out dual it happened to work out <laughs> <laughs> all right another another game that should be easy to pick the football team goes to pittsburgh to take on the steelers actually i want to start with you here zay is the short turnaround from wednesday to sunday going to affect this game now that you be that bad, I don't think they could lose to the Washington. I don't think they could be that bad. They could lose to Washington. 
Got to do the look, 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 look. Washington just oh, beat Dallas. So how can you say that? How can you say that? Oh my God, you guys! You can't, you can't say. If it's gonna mess up one, how would it not mess up the other one? Come on! You're talking about a Ravens team that might not even have none of their quarterbacks this game, or a quarterback that didn't play over two weeks, as opposed to a Washington team that has had their quarterback, but. My thing is, I don't believe in Washington's quarterback after I picked him to be my favorite. Fair. No, that's true. <laughs> a whomping eight points against one of the worst defenses in history. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. <laughs> and I don't think the Steelers' defense is that bad, so I think there's a chance there. But, yeah, now I'm actually going to take the Steelers, believe it or not, in this one. All right. Uh, I, too, am going with the Steelers. <sighs> I, I got I'm just not going to. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got the Steelers close. I mean, I think I think the short week could affect definitely could affect the Steelers because and the Redskins are they played well against the Cowboys. Like that front four is gonna 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 give them trouble. So I think it's gonna be a close game, and I'm gonna go with the Steelers 24-17. Steve, how dare you bring up that name Redskins when we're oh, well, no, honoring Black Lives Matter at I this know, point Washington, too? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Steve, put a logo up in front of yours with just the Washington football team logo. That's awful. Um, just playing. It's so hard yeah. to not call them that that yeah, word that go. we've always There's known Washington so long. Logo. Uh, but the Washington football team uh, certainly can't beat the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are uh, one of the top three or four teams in all the football right now. Um, so uh, but t- good for the Giants that they're facing. Uh, wa- uh, they're facing the Steelers. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers, but uh, I do agree with Steve. I think it will, it will be a closer game. Steelers have played in mostly close games this year, and uh, I think Alex Smith with him uh, running the Washington offense, I think they look a lot better. And obviously their defense is still pretty legit, uh, definitely up front. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll go with the Steelers. I'll probably win by a touchdown. I'd say uh, 28-21. All right, and then we have an interesting game in the AFC South. As the Colts head to Houston to take on the Texans, Texans are very hot right now. But can, can the Colts extinguish that that fire that Deshaun Watson has been emitting past couple weeks? And I say yes, yes indeed. Colts go on the road and get it done. I, I mean, I would hope. To- Texans don't have no receivers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Will Fuller, PDs. Mm-hmm. Suspended. Will Fuller and, 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 yeah, and Bradley Roby. Um, guys, I know that Texans have been playing well, but they haven't beaten anybody good. And they can't because, well, they're just not a good football team. And while the Colts certainly have been – Uh, inconsistent a little bit this season. They're the far superior team. Their defense has been playing a lot better. They got the running game really working last week, which means less reliant on Phillip Rivers, which, as anybody from San Diego will tell you, is definitely a recipe for victory. Uh, If you can keep it out of Rivers' hands, uh, your chances of victory go significantly higher. And since that's the game plan, I'll take the Colts. I got the Colts close. I think they're going to be able to have success running the ball with, with the Keem Hines and, uh, and Jonathan Taylor. He's back off the COVID-19 list. We don't know if Buckner's going to play or not, but it won't be that big of a deal this week as the Texans don't run the ball as well. So I think it's going to be a close competitive game, but, but I got the Colts winning 
By the way, everything I said was hilarious. I don't. Are you guys not listen to what I'm saying, or what's hey, happening? Close, competitive game. Who's Deshaun Watson throwing the ball to? It, Brandon it, Cooks. It, I mean, who's he throwing the ball to? Wait, wait. I, I mean, it's it's not like. Wait, hold on. It's not like they don't have any receivers. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you're not going to throw the ball yeah. to somebody you've never heard of. Yeah. There's a good catch chance it. they will. There's a good chance the guy they catch will. it and break it for eight. I mean, I saw Travis Rudolph make some catches for the Giants you, uh, two years ago. Who's that? I don't know. The Titans last week. Did they not just? Uh, did they not just swing with one of the best teams in the NFL last week? You think they're going to lose to the Texans? With no you remember, hold on. You remember two weeks ago when Steve was uh, – Steve, you guys don't know this, uh, but on Steve's show he said that there was no way that uh, uh, the loss of – oh, who was the left tackle? And Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, there was no way they could survive that. Oh, and they did because, you know what, there's a backup. I mean, of course, just because the receivers aren't big names, it doesn't. it's not like he's not going to be throwing to anybody. They're not going to have linemen out there catching balls. Come on. Come on. Don't, I'm sure whoever's on the practice squad knows how to, how to catch a ball. He's not been the same quarterback since he lost Hopkins. He's not going to continue to be the same oh, quarterback. Oh, nobody would be. Loses receivers. It's 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 going to continue to get ugly. And I'm, uh, I, I like the Texans. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like the Texans too. Uh, I'm going to go with them for the upset special of the week. Uh, I'm picking Houston. Uh, yeah, Colts had a terrible terrible outing last week. Uh, Texans are 3-1 in their last four games. If you look at the start of their schedule, they played some of the best teams in the NFL. They had a really rough schedule, but they've been playing a lot better, uh, especially with Romero Cornell. So I think they're going to win a close one. Uh, I'd probably say 26-23, to Texans win at home. Wait, I meant that was personally I like the Texans. I'm taking the Colts. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not going to be close at all. It's yeah, going to be ugly. Texans. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with you, Zay. I, I think the Colts are going to dominate. I mean, they got the best offensive lineman in the league, Quentin Nelson, and he's going to eat up. I mean, he's not going to go up against J.J. Watt a lot, but he's going to eat up the blocks. And, Boy, I'll tell you, people, way, oh, people buy the hype so easy these days. I mean, I know the Texans aren't sexy, but if they can't get it done against this lousy Texans team, then 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 they're no better than the Browns. Browns had yeah. a good record. <laughs> so do the Colts. You can say point. The Browns beat the Colts. The Browns could make the, the possibly will make the playoffs this year. What you did I, I listen? I think I just explained this a hot minute ago. So let me drop it on you again, right? Please, I please. mean, the Colts have been inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Who has it this year? It's sure. Just, Fair enough. The year of COVID. Fair enough. But you know who's been consistently mostly bad this year? The Texans. And over the last four weeks, they've been. Not awful. I don't see how anybody could call that a recipe for beating a Colts team that finally's got some things figured out and is running the football and has their guys healthy and back there. You're out of your minds. You'll see. What's next? Rams, Cardinals. I'm all about that game. I think the Rams are going to beat on the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a disaster and a mess. What a pathetic performance this past week. Kyler Murray ought to be ashamed of himself. I mean, they should have lost that game by a lot more. Again, anybody who didn't watch the game, go back and watch it. Uh, they got lucky that it was as close as it was, and they only lost by a field goal. The, the Cardinals, I thought, were a team on the rise, and, and now suddenly the whole NFC, I, I'm telling you, it's why I still think the Giants have some some breath left in them. Nobody in this division is playing well, and I think the Rams go to Arizona, and I think they beat the Cardinals. 
Yeah, uh, I agree with this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Their defense has been, has been playing exceptional, uh, especially in the second half of the season. Jared Goff had a rough game uh, against the Niners defense, but Cardinals defense I think is a lot worse. So I think they'll have more success and they'll get the running game going. Uh, I think it will be somewhat of a shootout. I see a lot of points being scored in this game, um, but I'm going to go with the Rams uh, by a score 34 to 28. I'm going with the Rams, too. I Clearly the better coach, clearly the better defense. Cardinals, really disappointing last week. There's no way they should have lost that game with the way Cam Newton the way that Cam Newton plays. You can't lose a game like that. If you're a Super Bowl contender, you can't lose a game like that when your quarterback plays that poorly. I think, I think the game is competitive because it's a division game, but I'm definitely going with the Rams, 23-20 over the Cardinals. Wow. Um, Y'all going to be mad. I'm actually going to take the Cardinals in this one. Now, my thing is, Joe, what bugs me is you hyped up Seattle before. And Seattle, to me, and the Cardinals are the exact same team right now. They're both up and down. They both have lousy defenses, and they both rely on their quarterbacks to have great games in order for them to win. On the other hand... Russell's been doing it a million years longer. I'm not going to take that away. I definitely agree. But I also think last week that we forget that Cam Newton is just as good as a quarterback. This man has won a national championship. He's won in high school. He's won. He's played in a Super Bowl, not having won it. He's been to the pinnacle at every level. So to assume that he should have lost that game last week is just mind-boggling that you people sleep on Cam Newton like this. I'm taking the Cardinals because you know the first pass out of his hand was was uh, was intercepted and they were in the end zone eight seconds later. It's just part of football, bro. It's, it it's part of Cam Newton at, at the biggest moments in that game did everything he could Cam to hand Arizona the win, and they still didn't take it. Again, in a year where Cam Newton again, who's still learning the offense as he goes, he was picked up late in the off season with basically no off season because no team wanted to sign him until damn near August. So you have to still he's still filling things out. It happens. It's going to take a while. Just like Daniel Jones is finally starting to turn the corner for the Giants. So I, I, I'm trying to follow your point. I'm talking about the Cardinals. You seem like you're point, talking about the my Patriots. Point was you were saying that they should have lost. You know, the Cardinals should have beaten the Patriots. No, it, it's not that. It's not the case. Cam Newton if the Cardinals the are a good and if the Cardinals are a playoff bound team and the Patriots are not, how could you say they shouldn't go in and beat the? So are you out of your mind? Say, are we going to say playoff bound teams this year haven't lost the teams that probably aren't going to make it? If you watch the well, game, I'll, if you watch the game. Cam then, Newton could not I'm have not, played I, any I, worse. I, I, and I Arizona was like, we don't want to win this football game because then that I, people would think we were good. And they didn't want to give that illusion away this week. So they Arizona. played like trash. It I was unbelievable. I really I, like Arizona. I think Kyler Murray, I've been saying, I think he's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. I think he's better than most of these guys. He played like trash. Ain't Goff is better? Goff is terrible. Have you watched Goff this year? Yes, Goff actually knows how to play football. He knows his wow. offense. He is a really good head coach who puts him in position to win games. Oh my God, that's why they're going to win this week. Watch. Goff is a bad offensive line for being Carson Wentz. Give me the uh, give me the Cardinals in this one. I, I too am going. This is my upset. I'm going with the Cardinals. I, I just can't see Kyler Murray losing three weeks in a row. And especially after the Rams did not look that good against the Niners. Did you see, uh, hold on. Did you think Deshaun Watson would drop five in a row? Because if Deshaun Watson, who's a better quarterback and more experienced, could lose five in a row, I don't know why Kyler Murray can't lose three this, in a row. What world? Kyler Murray's got DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray's got DeAndre Hopkins. He has an actual number one. I, I don't think he, he, and he, he still loses to the Patriots in a game where Cam Newton could not have played any worse against the best 
off the best football mind in Bill Belichick. He schemes. He knows a young quarterback. He can make those head games and play those head games against a young quarterback like Kyler Murray. So I'm not going to hold that against him. Sure, the Rams won't need to play head games because their defense is going to bash Kyler Murray's brains in this week. That's why. So they're going to be fine. I doubt it. All right. I'm just picking it as an upset special. Crazy I'm things happen. Now to take the Broncos over the Chiefs because I'm like four games up on everybody here. Holy, what are you guys smoking tonight? I'm sure. Right. We'll, we'll, sure. we'll see. We'll I'm see. No one wants to admit we'll what see. they're smoking. I know that. Sure. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The Eagles, after a disappointing show against the Seahawks on Monday. <laughs> Go to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, they're going to light it up. Packers get the easy, easy win at home. This has got to be the easiest pick of the week, I think. Definitely a Packer. Yeah, yeah you, took, uh, you took the words out of my mouth, Joe. I think this is the easiest pick of the week. Uh, go Packers. I mean, I mean, Carson Wentz against uh, Aaron Rodgers, enough said. Packers by two scores. You know how I feel about Wentz. Give me the Packers. All right. And now we have an interesting game. Patriots go across the nation to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. And my boy, Justin Herbert, is going to light it up against this Patriots D. And the Chargers are going to get a dominant victory against the Patriots. Wow. Wow. I was looking at Joe Square a second ago before this, man. My man. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen. Bill Belichick doesn't lose to rookies, so I have zero chance to pull out a win this week. Cam Newton can't play much worse than he played last week, so one has to assume that uh, the Pats are definitely going to win on the road. I'd like Justin Herbert. He's a smart dude. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots on this one. Um, like Joe said, it, uh, Belichick has a lot of uh, a good track record against rookie QBs. I think that will continue. Uh, I think it will be uh, a pretty close game up until the end. Chargers playing close games all the time, but I, I think the Pats defense will get a couple turnovers uh, late in the game, and they'll probably win this game. Uh, I'd say 24 to 20, Pats win it. I mean, the the Chargers, man for man, are a better team than the Patriots, but the coaching staff is much better in New England, obviously, and that's why I'm taking the Pats in this game because the, the coaching staff's better. And I think I think they're gonna be able to run the ball down this down the Charger down the Chargers' throats. I think that Herbert will have that one bad turnover like he has in every game, and that will be the turnover that will cost the Chargers the game. And I got the Patriots winning 27-23 over the Chargers. Yeah, Patriots and me. By the way, let me just throw one more thing out there, dude. Uh, that game against uh, Buffalo, I mean, everybody talks about the Chargers defense, how they keep blowing it. I mean, all they kept doing was taking the ball away and giving it back to Justin Herbert. And all he, kept in the fourth doing, quarter. all he kept doing was returning the favor. It was stunning incompetence on the part of Justin Herbert. You could blame the coaching if you want to you want to go the easy way out, but th- th- that defense stepped up uh-huh. so big in that game, and he failed over and over and over again. That's why I don't like Justin Herbert, guys. 
Joe, I, I told you that game was going to be rough for Justin Herbert. When you're a rookie and you go to those tough places like Tua did with Denver, like Herbert just did with Buffalo, they struggle. They don't know how to play at those tough places because they're rookies. And I, I, he's going to bounce back. He's going to turn around. He's going to lighten his Patriots defense up. I don't know what that means, light it up. Give me some numbers. 323 scores. What do you got? Four three, four hundred, three scores. Love it. Okay. I'll I just hold you to wait. it. I can't wait till half when they're down by twenty. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, Jason. Blow out. Who have the P- Patriots been up by twenty against this year? This will be the game what because you Yeah, well. This will right. be the game. All right. Now let's stay in the AFC West with a division matchup as the Broncos go to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Um, this is easy. I mean, I know Drew Locke, uh, Blake Bortles, and Ripon are back for the Broncos. They're not going to have uh, Hinton, uh, the practice squad wide receiver, starting at QB. But, yeah, I expect uh, Mahomes to light it up, get it done. Chiefs win easily. Why did you say Drew Locke like it was John Elway coming back? Because <laughs> last week they did not have a quarterback. They had a practice squad wide receiver. He's not gonna you know, make it I have a question. They've had so many quarterbacks in the last eight or nine years, five, the last five, six. Uh, I mean, all those, all those dudes that they they drafted for. Where are all those yeah, guys? Lynch, that one here, yeah. Lynch, Lynch, yeah. I mean, Paxton has a million ex quarterbacks from the Broncos. Next, you're gonna see a Broncos like, jersey with all and the, the names. Broncos are like, like, like is the, there any receivers on the practice bro. squad that want to try to call? Like, what in God's good name is happening in Denver? And their respect, Tim Tebow has won a playoff game, and that's one more than Cleveland has won in 20 years. With all their different quarterbacks, so Tim Tebow was a pretty solid quarterback. I never understood why he never got. Uh, same thing with Colin Kaepernick. To me, anybody, hold on, anybody who wins playoff games deserves a chance to start, because really, at the end of the day, I mean, the whole regular season is so that you can, you know, win playoff games. And it stuns me that an Andy Dalton can go eight or nine years without winning a playoff game and stay a starter. Meanwhile, you you. Uh, what do I know? What do I know? Yeah, I mean, so many. There's so many uh, guys that have started in the league in like the last five years that Colin Kaepernick was much better than. Like, I, I can't believe he didn't get another shot. Yeah, this guy's still in the league. He's much better than Dallas. Oh yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, be- he's, I, I, he's better than Alex Smith. I'm sorry to say, Alex. He's better than hurt Alex Smith. A one leg Alex Smith. I, I'd take him. Right, I, I, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. It yeah, yeah. doesn't shame, make any shame, sense. Shame, I mean, yeah. it, it, for Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick to be walking around well, while there's the teams bench. like while there's teams <laughs> like the Bears and the Jets, you know, peddling garbage out like that, or teams like Jacksonville dying to find a quarterback off the scrap heap, even though I think they finally found one. Um, there, there's there's really solid professionals who have won playoff games that are literally just not playing football. That's insane. Yeah, Tim Tebow's playing baseball. <laughs> but Man, I almost I, want to take the Broncos in this one just because I feel like I'm up five or six games this week on everybody. All right, you going to do it? No, of course okay. not. I'll go up seven games now. Yeah, so we're all picking the cheese, obviously, right? Yeah. 
That's yeah, an yeah, easy, yeah. An easy one. This is going to be the interesting yes. game, I think. Now we go to Monday night. The Bills go to Glendale, Arizona to take on the 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, but I think I think the Bills – the 49ers looked great last week, beating the, the Rams – but I think the buck stops here. I don't think the 49ers are going to go on any sort of run here. The Bills are a good team. They're going to go on the road. Even though they're going from east to west, I think they're going to go in. They're going to get it done and get a dub against this Niners team. I, I just realized the 49ers lost to the Rams last week. Mm-hmm. No, they, they beat the Rams. They beat the Rams, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe just defended the Rams. And made fun of the Cardinals for losing to the Patriots. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure the Patriots are a better team than the 49ers right now. But uh, 49ers crushed the Patriots uh, earlier in the year. So, yeah, yeah, nice Niners try though. That was that was I, fun. I, I, hey, I it was fun watching you on. It was I, fun honestly, watching you on on unopen that package and then watch it blow up in your them, face. I really enjoyed sure that. The 49ers are not putting out the same quality of a team that the Patriots are. Oh, mm-hmm. what is this? A package for me? Okay, you say so. It will be except that they beat them, so you're wrong. But nice try, that was good. I see what you you tried to take. You tried to take my logic and use it against me, but my logic is always consistent when I say this. I'm going to say here: the 49ers were consistent on everybody in the league against the Patriots than they are now. I'm not. I I love how you missed that fact. The the Rams are a much better team than both the Cardinals. And the Patriots is what I'm saying. <laughs> and they lost to the 49ers, who I don't think is better than them. But you don't think that the Cardinals can beat the Rams. This is amazing to me. Did I say the Cardinals couldn't beat the Rams? I just said they won't beat the Rams because they're playing oh. like trash and the Rams are playing better than they are. But they that's like the trash. same what, thing what, at all what you just said. How much better are they playing? It just isn't consistent. Well, well, see, the Rams have the Rams are a good team who have down weeks. The Bills are an AFC good team, so it's inflated, and we think they're better than they are. That's the difference. The 49ers play in a tougher division and have been ravaged by injuries oh, yeah, all season. We're, we're Their not. defense over the last couple of years has taken massive hits through retirements and injury. So, I mean, give me a break with that. The it 49ers, the 49ers are a good team. They're a good team who have dealt with a lot of injury problems. And we've seen, we've still seen the 49ers take it to good teams this season. This will be another one of those games where the Niners knock out a team that's supposed to be better than they are. The Giants this year. Congratulations. All right. So you're going with uh, the 49ers here, Joe? Niners at home. Okay. At home in Glendale, Arizona. In Glendale, Arizona, they could play this game anywhere. The way the Bills are playing right now, it's not going to matter. I tell, I'm telling you right now, I love Josh Allen. I thought he wasn't getting enough love early in the season, and now he's playing like all the other garbage young guys in the league. Yeah, I got. Or Sean, go Um, yeah, I think it's going to be one. I think it has a chance to be the best game of the week. Um, obviously with the 49ers getting some players back with Raheem Mostert too, help out their offense a lot, help out Nick Mullins. So I think it will be a super explosive game. Uh, two defenses that are playing uh, very well as of late too. the bills are finally starting to get back to that form of last year. Uh, so I think it'll, it'll have some fireworks in this game. I'm really looking forward to it. I think the bills will pull it out late in this one. Um, I would say that they went 30 to 28. 
I'm going with the going with the Niners. I think the Niners ball against the Bills run defense. And I think the Niners defense, Josh Allen, have a couple turnovers. And I'm going with the Niners in the upset. I'm going with them in the 24-20 over the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. The Bills start to put away this division. They're going to pull away from Miami. They're going to put away the division and make the playoffs. Give me the Bills. No Nick Mullins, by the way, is the best quarterback currently on the 49ers roster, and there's no reason why he shouldn't become the full-time starter over Jimmy G. It's silly that they're even that they even contemplate that when you have a much superior passer on your roster. Because they got Jimmy G from Bill. That's why. Jimmy G from Bill is great. Bill gave Jimmy G away because he didn't want him. Yeah, and he I'm, would rather I'm, be in the situation where he is where he has nothing than have been stuck with Jimmy G. I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the year he would took Jimmy G. I'm pretty sure. All right. Okay. I I doubt Bill lives with regrets. All right. Let's move on. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. So they're going to get it done. Yes, sir. But uh, the Bucks and Panthers both are on a bye week this week. But now let us move on to fantasy locks. Uh, last week, Trevor Keys from Keys to the City won his second week in a row. With Nick Chubb putting up. He makes the 26. easiest picks in the world. Just find a, an offensive player against the worst defense. No, yeah. I mean, you're right. It, it, Take a risk. It, Take a risk. It, it's like uh, these are fantasy locks. It's kind of like DraftKings. The people who win on DraftKings, they always have that one weird name that uh, they have that one weird name that. No one else picks, and he had a good game, so that's why they. I'm get sorry, that did you just have a pizza delivered? Yeah, 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 I saw that. Right, just happened. Like the Domino's guy literally walked in. He's like, "Here's your pie, sir." And you were like, "That was my little brother." That was my little brother. I apologize for that. But let's go to fantasy locks of the week, and I will get us started. My man, I'm going because I believe in my team. I have faith in my team. I have faith in my team's backup quarterback, Colt McCoy, baby. Hook them horns. The the way the Seahawks win is going to be in a shootout. They love getting in a shootout. And I'm going to take a Colt in a shootout. Who the hell did Giants throw the ball to in a shootout? Let's go. Pokemon horns, Pokemon uh, boy, baby. Let's go. We throwing the ball to in the shootout. <laughs> you would think that the guy who picked Jameis Winston two weeks ago and scored zero points would have thought better than the pick Colt McCoy. But okay, I did tell Jace before the show. I knew this pick was happening. He wanted me to see his Texas uh, Longhorn shirt, and I love that. By the way, um, I think he should take the Giants' defense. Uh, because I think that's who's going to win the game. The Giants put up 12 points last week in fantasy, and I think could do something similar, Jace. I think they'll outscore Colt McCoy. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, those are, yeah, two two interesting picks right there. Uh, I'll give you that. No, I'm uh, not really picking. I'm joking. Oh, I'm actually okay, taking – I'm sorry. I'm taking Derrick Henry. He's a real football player. Mm, um, yeah. and they give him the football. And so here's my other thing, Sean, you, you're going to love this. The reason I'm taking Derrick Henry is because he's going up against the Browns. And I feel like it's a legit game. It's a game that the Cleveland's only going to win. If my man, Derrick Henry delivers. And since I guarantee he will, I guarantee the Titans win this football game and it's all right. Now, my man, that's the way that you pick these games. 
to just pick the yeah. easy matchup, I think is weak. I think you got to put a little bit more thought into it. That's why I'm all about Derrick Henry this week. Sure, That's a good pick. It's a good pick. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Adam Thielen uh, coming back from injury against the Jaguars. He leads the league in uh, red zone touchdowns this year. And I think that I figure they're going to be in the red zone a lot uh, going against a really bad Jags defense. And um, so, I, yeah, I think we'll get some red zone opportunities, get a touchdown this week. And uh, he'll be back with Justin, Je- Justin Jefferson on the other side. Sometimes he gets double teams, so more opportunities for Thielen. So I really like his matchup this week, and I think we'll have a monster game. Wait, did Trev really take Devontae Adams? Like, come on. Have a little, like, go out on a limb. That's what I'm saying. There's no other options in Green Bay. Yeah, I'll take Devontae Adams against a horrible Eagles team. That's why Trevor's doing well. He's going to have four touchdowns, but come on. Stop taking the obvious. I took Derek Carr. I mean, yeah, he's playing the Jets, but, you know, it could backfire on me, too, just like last week with Alex Smith, but. That Trev pick really irritated me. I like your pick, Isaiah. I like Derek Carr. Again, assuming that the that the that the Raiders bounce back with yeah. with a game over the Jets, he's gonna have to play well. He's gonna have to play a really good game. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be all on on Josh Jacobs clearly, but he's probably gonna have to make some plays. And so you're right, sort of like my my mindset of Derrick Henry has to run the Titans to victory. So yeah. if I'm right. Everything works out well. I like your pick there. I think that's a gutsy call. Yeah, like I said, it could backfire like last week where the Redskins decided to run for four touchdowns. Chase, your call, your your pick's not gutsy. Yours is just uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, of the right wait word. till I win, though, Joe. Wait till next week. Insane. When Colt McCoy puts Listen, up thirty points. Hold on, Ovi's not here, uh, and I did he make a pick? No, Ovi doesn't. Okay, so then Ovi's going to take the Giants defense this week, and let's see if you can beat him, let alone anybody else on the screen or off it. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Okay. McCoy. Yeah, let's go. Hook them horns, baby. What? uh, (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wouldn't it be something, though, if Colt – say the Giants get their butts kicked. And they're down like 30 to nothing at halftime. And Colt comes out slinging and throws for like 350 and four scores in a losing effort. Because that's the only way that's going to happen, Jace. You would look both like a genius and an idiot, which is uh, pretty awesome. Hey, 50-50 ain't bad, dude. <laughs> Just kidding. I love that pick. I really do. Colt McCoy, dude. Let's go. Hook him horse. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for watching. Jogging about the event. Thank you, Steve, for joining us. And uh, make sure you guys check out Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday afternoon for this show. So make sure you check that out. Also, make sure you check out CloverCrestMedia.com. You can find Sports Talk. You can also find this show. You can also find Throwing Jabs, HHW Show, which we just had an interview with Leo Rush on. So great sure interview, you guys. You guys did a great interview on that show, by the way. Thank you Love very it. much. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on all social medias, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you, and we hope to see you next time. Take care.